Well, God is good all the time. Amen. Sometimes you've got to say that expecting, in faith, all the time. Amen. And, and really, faith gives substance to things we hope for. In other words, you've got to have a vision. You've got to be expecting something good to happen. Because then faith gives substance to it. And the Bible says to hold fast to your confession once a year. You guys know more than that, don't you? Hold fast to a confession of faith without wavering. Never give up on yourself. Never give up on other people. Because God is always working. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Look with me in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. If you want to put that up on the screen and everything. Isaiah chapter 9. Okay. Let's read this to, together. This is, for unto us a child is born. Let's read it together. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Come on, give the Lord a hand of thanksgiving offering. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, his name is Jesus. Amen. And uh, when we talk about that, let's talk about some of the, those names that he's called. First of all, wonderful. His name will be called wonderful. You know, that seemed, simply means full of wonder. I mean, when you think about God and his goodness and how Jesus came to this earth and uh, God sent his only begotten son for God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son into this world, that whoever would believe in him, how many believe in Jesus? How many believe God sent his son for us? Amen. Would never perish, but have everlasting life. Say, I'll take that. All he's got to do is believe. Believe in, in God. Believe in the Bible. Wonderful. That simply means wonderful. It carries... You know, that word wonderful kind of carries the tone of the miraculous. God does miracles. Amen. God does miracles. And uh, look with me in Luke chapter 2, verse 26. Luke chapter 2, verse 26. And here the Christ's birth is announced. It says, now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee, Nazareth. To a virgin be taught to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of great greeting this was. And then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. Just try to picture yourself there and an angel appeared to you. <laughs> You know, she went, what, kind of, what kind of greeting is this? Oh, my gosh. Then the angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Verse 31, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus. And he will be great and he will be called the son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And in his kingdom there, shall be no, kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, 
How can this be since I don't know a man? And the angel answered, said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who is called barren. Look at verse 37. For with God, nothing will be impossible. How many know with God, nothing will be impossible if we believe? Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. Look what she said. Let it be to me according to your word. She had faith, didn't she? She had faith. So, you know, we look at all the promises today and we need to have faith and say, let it be unto me according to your word. Amen. Whether it's healing or the windows of heaven being open as you honor him, you know, and all the promises. And it says, favor shall surround you as a shield. How many like that scripture? Psalm 512, I believe it is. Favor shall surround you as a shield. Let it be unto me according to your word. Dr. Hagen always said, he says it, when he says that he doesn't say it just from his mind, he says it from his heart. Let it be unto me according to your word, Lord. Amen. So the angel explained what was to happen. It would not be of man, but it would be of God. His birth was a miraculous birth. Amen. A miraculous seed was planted by the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, we consider uh, his name Jesus and uh, it's certainly appropriate for all that they said in Isaiah 9, 6. And Jesus is wonderful. Write that down. Jesus is wonderful. We need to realize that. Wonderful in what? Well, there's a few things. Number one, uh, wonderful in his birth. He was born of a virgin. Amen? How I many of that was wonderful? At Christmas time, we read the Christmas story, and we thank God that God sent his son it's not just a little baby in the manger. You're talking about, you're talking about Jesus now, amen? A child of God. And he was wonderful in his life. You know, he was characterized as one miracle after another. Look at all the miracles that he did. He went about, he was moved with compassion, healed the sick, opened the blind eyes, fed the multitudes. And, and, and also wonderful in his words. I mean, he spoke. And the whole world listened to his voice. When he spoke, to Lazarus, come out of that grave. And Lazarus came out of that grave. Amen. When he spoke, the world listened. And also wonderful in his death. In what way? He became the all-sufficient sacrifice for the sins of mankind. Look with me in 2 Corinthians. I want to read that. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. We're not going to read every statement I make, but this is so good. He became... He became, what it says here in the Amplified, verse 21, for our sake, say for my sake. We're talking about Jesus now, wonderful. For my sake, that's why he's so wonderful. He made Christ virtually, God did, to be sin who knew no sin. In other words, he took on our guilt and our sin and our shame and took all that on for himself. So that in and through him, we might become endued with viewed as being in, say in, and examples of the righteousness of God, what we ought to be. Approved and acceptable and in right relationship with him by his goodness. How many know he's wonderful? Come on, he's wonderful. 
Jesus is wonderful. He became sin for me. Who knew no sin that we might become the righteousness or get right with God. Amen. Jesus has come to give you life. Amen. A life more abundantly. As many as received him, to them became a child of God. That's wonderful. Amen. And also in his resurrection. On the third day he was raised in power. And he was victorious over sin, death, hell and the grave. He was victorious. Amen. I mean, that's pretty wonderful that he not only came, he went to the crossroad, but he was raised again from the dead to give us life. Amen. And also, he's wonderful in his present ministry. In other words, every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Every day with Jesus. Even when we mess up, we can confess up. <laughs> First John 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sin, he's faithful. That's how wonderful it is. And just wonderful. To forgive us and cleanse us from all wrong living, all unrighteousness. Wonderful. Amen. And everyone in this building, if you are a Christian, you have sinned in some way at one time or another. And now you can come to Jesus and confess your sin and say, God, I'm sorry. I messed up. But the Father will say, you're forgiven. You're cleansed. Amen. How I many? That's wonderful. So when we talk about his name is wonderful, <laughs> there's wonderful all these reasons, and we can live for the Lord every day. And also his name will be called Counselor. Wonderful and Counselor is someone we can come to with our problems. How many have ever had one of those at least in your life? All right, you can come to the Lord with your problems, and uh, no appointments are necessary, and there's no fees going to be charged. And uh, I like one, one place down the road that says, we answer our telephones. <laughs> I mean, I've heard people trying to get an appointment for something physically like two months down the road. That's the earliest they can get in. But not with Jesus, amen? I'm like human counselors. Jesus always has the right answers. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says, Come unto me, all that you labor, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 1 Peter 5, 7 says we are to cast all of our cares, all of our worries, all of our anxieties over on the Lord. Because he cares for us affectionately. You know, the best place that, that when you got a problem or you got some concerns about someone is take it to the Lord in prayer and then leave it. Don't come to the altar and get prayer and then go home and worry about it. That's not faith. We're to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and all of our soul and all of our might. Amen. Lean not to our own understanding because God can deal with it a lot better than we can. I found that out. Amen. So... Even at his birth, people were drawn to Jesus. I mean, the wise men came seeking to worship him. At the age of 12, you know, they found him at the temple, counseling the doctors and the lawyers. And throughout his brief ministry on the earth, people continued to seek the Lord. And he changed lives, you know, from rugged fishermen like Peter to, to the learned rulers of the synagogue like Nicodemus. And he tried to explain, he did explain to him 
you know, what it meant to be born again. It's a spiritual birth, not a natural birth. So he is always counseling people, giving them, giving them wisdom, amen? And all were drawn to him for counsel. How many of you ever needed to go before the Lord for counsel <laughs> and wisdom? Help me, Lord, amen? And uh, Jesus Christ continues today to be our counselor, and he encourages us when we are uh, uncertain. He says so it's in John 16, 33, in the Amplified, I want to read that to you. It's so good, John 16, 33. It says, I have told you these things in the Amplified Bible so that in me you may have perfect peace. I say, I'll take that. And confidence. In the world you'll have tribulation. That's a promise. How many ever had tribulation in your life? Nobody? Raise your hand if you've had some tribulation. I'm going to say it again. How many of you ever had tribulation with your kids? Your dog. All right. <laughs> In the world you love tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. These things that are in the world. We, we live in a world that's not perfect, don't we? But be of good cheer. <laughs> Here's a good word here. Be of good cheer. By the way, he's a counselor. This is the counsel now. He's our counselor. In his word, be of good cheer, take courage and confidence, be certain and undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of the power to harm you, and I've conquered it for you. That's some good news. Yeah, and, and it's real, it's true. But we have to have a, we have to have a trust, a, a wonderful trust. We have to tenderly surrender our life to the Lord and say, I'm trusting you. Yes. I'm going to trust you. I know you love me. I know you're working in my life. Amen. I've got some a ways to go. All of us do. But praise God. He knows our hearts and he loves us. We need to learn to listen to our Father God. Because maybe there's one time that I was concerned about, I won't say what, concerned about someone. And uh, so I said, okay, here it is. I'm just going to give it to you. He said, thank you. I'll, I'll deal with you. Let it go. I'm working on that person. Thank you, Father. I was able to go the rest of the day just rejoicing because he counseled me. He gave me wisdom. Leave it with me. I can do a better job than you. I said, yeah, that's for sure. He's patient with us. Amen. And uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 34, it talks about that uh, he li ever liveth, he, he intercedes with, with God for us, he ever liveth to make intercession for us. You know, God making intercession, Jesus making intercession for us, he's praying for us. You mean little old me here in Reed Spring, Branson West, Missouri, Stone County, Taney County, every other county, you, you mean us? Yeah, he, he's praying for us because he knows us. He knows the very hairs on your head. Some little, some more. <laughs> and his name shall be called the mighty God. The mighty God. How many know we serve a mighty God? So, you know, you take this name and begin to think about all these names that he is to us. Amen. It makes, it makes this time of Christmas a whole lot more exciting. Amen. Because it's not about the gifts under the tree. It's about the gift of eternal life. Amen. Don't ever forget that at Christmas. It's all about him. It's all about Jesus. Amen. 
How many know gifts need batteries and gifts break even sometimes on Christmas Day? But I'll tell you, the gift we got is forever and ever and ever. Wonderful, counselor, mighty God, mighty, victorious in battle. Joshua's shoulders were all called the men of valor. David's soldiers were called mighty men. The name, the mighty God speaks of, of great victories. Amen. And Jesus was victorious. Over what? Over sin and Satan's temptation. There was no sin found in him. And he was victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Colossians 2.15. I think sometimes we need to read these scriptures to realize how wonderful and how mighty of a God we serve. Colossians 2.15 says in the Amplified, for God disarmed the principalities and powers that were raged against us. And he made a bold display and public example of them in triumphing over them in him and in the cross. So let me tell you something, Brandon, greater is he that's in you. If you got Jesus, he's under your feet. You have to exercise authority by saying, I rebuke you, devil, get out of here. Amen? He's called us to preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, cast out devils. We have authority over the devil. Amen? The songwriter penned these familiar words you've heard, up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over his foes. Because He's almighty God. He is victorious, amen? And we can have victory through his mighty power. Listen to, listen to God's powerful word. There's so many powerful scriptures, but listen to this. We can have the victory. Philippians 4, 19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. How many can confess that my God shall supply all of my needs? Our faith is in the Lord, Amen. Romans 8, 37a, and all these things, no matter what comes against us, we are, not going to be, we are more than conquerors in Christ. Amen? Say, I'm more than a conqueror. Now put your shoulders back and act like it. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm victorious because I serve a mighty God, wonderful counselor, mighty God. Amen? 1 John 4, 4, everybody knows that scripture. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. First John 5, 4, whatever is born of God overcomes this world. The faith that God's given us, we're overcomers. Amen? Hallelujah. First John 5, 14 says, this is the confidence that we have in him. In who? In Jesus. Amen? That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us and grants us the petitions that we desire. And because he's a mighty God, we can face the trials in this life with calm assurance and victory. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge every place. In other words, we have the victory Amen. He's a mighty God. And our testimony can bring life and joy to many people. When people are down and discouraged and we have a word from the Lord, when we 
give a testimony how God has supplied our needs and helped us, it brings encouragement to other people. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And his name will be called Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. In other words, he is the author of eternal life. He's the originator. He's the author of eternal life. John 3.16. How many have memorized that? For God so loved this world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Amen? God ordained it. God ordained. He's the author of eternal life. And John 10.10 says this. B, Jesus said, hey, you know, well, first of all, he said the devil devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. What's the abundant life? Griping and complaining and murmuring. Oh, God hates me, doesn't like me, I'm so stupid. That's not abundant life. He's come to give you life. And Amplified Bible says super abundant life. I'm talking about the faith of God, the joy of the Lord, knowing God loves you, he's with you, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He supplies all of your needs according to his riches and glory. We have abundant life, we have eternal life. We have a home reserved in heaven for us. How could we not be joyful? Well, we have to keep the enemy in our feet, don't we? We have to keep the flesh under. You know, your flesh has to constantly be, you know, monitored. <laughs> Amen? Some of, the, some of our enemies are the world, the flesh, and the devil. Amen? So we have to stay full of God, full of the Holy Spirit, full of the Word. We need to get a hold of, get a hold of it and confess daily who we are in Christ. Like we said, we're more than conquerors. You have to find some scriptures that mean something to you. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me in the inner man. My spirit's in charge. Not my mind, not my flesh. My spirit man is in charge. And we can learn to say no to the devil. No to the flesh. No to the world. And say yes to God. Amen? Are you excited? I've come to give you life. That's what Jesus said. John 14, 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, not a way, I am the way. (laughs) The truth and the life. And here's what he says to every human being on the face of the earth, no matter what their take is or what their religion is, no one comes to the Father but by me. I mean, there's, there's wars around the world because of that. You know, uh, there's some religions that think we're, we should be dead. We're no good, you know. And, uh, you know, and if they kill somebody, they'll go be with a few virgins in heaven. It's the craziest, stupidest stuff in the world. We have to stick with the Bible. Jesus Christ, Hebrews 13, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? God loves you, and he'll continue to love you. 
Amen? The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin and will always cleanse us from sin if we repent. Amen? And in 1 John 1, 2, so for, for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, that eternal, which was with the Father and was manifested to us. So we have everlasting life. Say, Father, thank you for that. So we have eternal life when we have Jesus as our Savior and Lord. Uh, John chapter 1, verse 12. John chapter 1, verse 12. Now, it says right here in verse 12, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God. To those who believe in his name, the name of Jesus. Amen. How many have ever made that decision to believe in Jesus? I mean, you, you believe in Jesus. Amen. And because of that, we have eternal life. No man comes to the Father except through his son Jesus. God sent his son into this world to give us life, an abundant life. And it says in Romans 10, 13, is, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen? And it also says in, I believe, 1 John chapter 3, verse 11 and 12, He who has the Son has eternal life. So we can know, right? We can know that we have eternal life. Not, not hope or wish or how I hope I make it. No. We, if we have the Son, we have eternal life. Amen? And eternal life is a result of that personal relationship with the Lord. Amen? Through His Son, Jesus Christ. And uh, 1 John 3, 2 says this, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Hallelujah. Well, how many are looking for that day? One day. We're, we'll be out of here. Amen. We'll be all rejoicing in heaven forever and ever and ever. Some people have, will have everlasting life, but in the wrong place. We have eternal life, not just everlasting life. To have eternal life, one must receive Jesus and believe with all your heart he went to the cross for you and I. Paid the price for our sins. And now we can live for him. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, how many know that scripture? If, let's say it together, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away and all things have become new. And that talks about we are his representatives. We are his ambassadors. We, we are there to help receive, bring people into the kingdom by preaching the good news of the gospel. Amen? And praying the prayer of salvation. We can make a difference in this world. We should say that every day. Lord, I can make a difference in this world. I pray that you lead me. Give me an opportunity to share the good news with somebody today. Or a pass out a track. Or give my testimony to somebody. I think we should always be ready, it says, to give an answer of the hope that lies within us. You know, you go around, not everybody smiles like you do. Not everybody has that hope like you do. Not everybody has that assurance that they know that they know that they know. But we can be in this world and we can have that Bible assurance. We know that we know that we know we're saved. We know we're forgiven. We know God loves you, but not everybody knows that. 
Not everybody knows that. But they can. But not if God's people are too quiet. That's why we need boldness. That's why God sent the Holy Spirit. We can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And boldness to share the good news of God. Because what we got is too good to keep. I hope you feel that way. I say, what you got is too good to keep to yourself. We ought to be telling our neighbors and our friends, I'm a Christian. And I love God and he loves me. And if I can do for something, you let me know. Let people know that God is good. It's not a religion. It's not a religion. We don't have religion. Religion is dead and cold. You don't go to heaven because you went through some membership or something like that. Or you went to church a few times. You go to heaven because you got Jesus on the inside. Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a joy in my life. Come on now. Is he working on the inside of you? It says, let's be transformed. Let's be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Constantly growing, constantly learning, constantly being excited and allowing the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Amen? Christians should have a little, you know, I don't know, should walk around with a little joy in their life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not going down the road. <laughs> yes. I said a little joy in their life. Yes. <laughs> Ready to give an answer. Amen. Somebody said to me one time, why are you so happy? I said, I got Jesus and I got the Holy Ghost. There you go. That's why. And we prayed for two that day. They both got born again filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Everlasting Father. And, the, and here we have one, the Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. He should be called the Prince of Peace. What is peace? Well, it's more than just silence. It's more than just being quiet. It's more than the absence of war. It has nothing to do with the situation or outward circumstances we're in, but it has everything to do with that inner confidence that we can face those circumstances because the greater one lives on the inside of us, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 26, 3 says this, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. There's only one way you can have perfect peace is trust the Lord. There's too many things that go on in this life. If you don't have Jesus, and if you don't have you trust in God, trust in the Lord, it says, with all your heart in Proverbs 3, 5, and lean not to your own understanding, you got to trust in the Lord. How many have ever come across things you just couldn't figure out on your own? <laughs> and you say, got to give it to God. That's the best thing you can do. Give it to God and ask him to help you. That's why it says this is the confidence we have in the Lord. If we ask anything according to his will, not necessarily your will. Okay, God, if, this re if faith is really real, okay, let a Lamborghini come into my life tomorrow. Well, that's stupid. You don't need a Lamborghini. Take care of the one you got. <laughs> I've always believed if you take care of the car you got, God will give you a better one. All right. Enough of that. So, 
Peace is a gift of God. Peace is a gift. Say, peace is a gift from God. You know, you can go down and buy medications I hear, you know, at, at Walmart and whatever, Prozac, but you can't buy peace. You might be able to buy some medication, you know. Uh, you might be able to purchase a ticket to fly over to Florida or to some mountain, you know, thinking you're going to have peace, but you can't buy peace. You can't buy peace. Peace is a gift from God, and it comes in the person of Jesus Christ. In fact, John 14, 27 says, peace, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Here's what it says. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. I'm going to read it again because this is a good word. You ought to say, I'll, I'll take that. Let it be unto me like Mary said. I'll, let it be unto me. Peace. I leave with you my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, that's John 14, 27, give I unto you. Let not, Jesus said now, let not your heart be what? Troubled. Neither let it be afraid. That's a good word. We say amen to that. Amen means so be it. Okay, I'm going to give it to God. No more worries and anxieties. Are you listening? We can leave this place today, okay? Jesus come to give me peace. Amen. He's the Prince of Peace. And I receive that peace. I cast my cares upon the Lord. I've got my faith out there for this to be paid and for a job. But I give it to you, Lord. I'm in perfect peace knowing you love me and care for me. And I've got my faith out there that favor will surround me as a shield. And I'm not going to worry about a thing. Some of you are wondering if it's true. It is true. I'm not worried about anything today. I, I can truthfully, I have not worried about anything. I've given it to God. Yes. Amen. We need a new sign out there. It's in the bulletin. How many know it would be nice to have a, a big lit up sign at the church? When people drive by the thousands, our sign went out after, what, 16, 17, how many years has it been since 2006? How many can multiply real quick, add real quick? How many years is that, Joe? 14, 15, 17 years, something like that? Okay. The sign went out. It's no good anymore. It can't be fixed. A new one only costs around 22000 <gasps> You know something? If 22 people gave 1000 it would be met. If 44 people gave 500 it would be met. It's not a big deal. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna put it in there. Ashley's been doing a lot of checking with many different companies. But how many will call that sign paid for? We need an electronic sign to let people know we're having church and this and this and that. It's, it'd be really good when people drive by. And, uh, but I'm not worried about it. The mortgage. Ultimately, as the pastor, I'm responsible. But I'm not worried about it. Because you, all of you are cheerful givers and you help us with that. We've never missed the payment. And we've never been late. And we're going to pay it off early. How many agree? How many can show some enthusiasm? Yes. Say I'm all in. <laughs> all right. I'm just saying I'm not worried about it. Are you worried about anything? If you're worried about stuff, you're not in faith. God wants you to be in faith. 
How about let's jump over into faith today? Is that all right? Amen. He's the Prince of Peace. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to be afraid about anything anymore. My car payment will be paid. My medical bills will be paid. God, God supplies all my needs. Job's on the way. Ro raises bl blessings, bonifice, benefits, bonifice, benefits. <laughs> okay. And peace on earth. How many of you ever received Christmas cards, you know, with the big letters, peace on earth? Well, you know, Jesus came to this world, you know, and he'll bring peace on his second coming. But how many know there's still tribulation in this world right now? So don't look to Washington, D.C., or the presidential candidates, or the United Nations. Only Jesus can really give you true peace. I mean, right? Just because things aren't going good in the world doesn't mean you can't have peace. God wants you to have perfect peace. I'm going to have perfect peace. I'm not going to worry about what's going on. I pray, the, I pray for the world. I pray for Israel. I pray for, uh, you know... Uh, divine protection for, the, for mil, our military and, and homeland security, but I'm not worried about it because the Lord can deal with it. Amen? Hallelujah. Only Jesus can bring peace to a troubled world. Only Jesus can bring peace to a troubled heart. But how many, just like everything else, we have to believe it and receive it. Amen? Let's close our eyes just for a minute. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Father, thank you that you sent your son Jesus to this world. And Jesus said, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. He went to the cross. That's how much he loved us and forgave us of our sins. But then he rose again from the dead Hallelujah. Now he's conquered the enemy for us. We just have to go ahead and use the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the word of God, stand against him. And God says, I, I want, I, I, I leave, what I leave you is peace. Don't be afraid. So Father, we cast all of our care. Now it's up to you today. Cast all of your cares and worries and all anxiety and fear and dread on the Lord. About, about your family, your health, whatever it is, give it to the Lord. And Father, we thank you. And we are going to put our complete trust in you. We're so thankful. Wonderful, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Is anybody here today with all eyes closed just for a moment? You've never taken the time to pray and receive Jesus as your Savior, but you'd like to. He'll change your life. There's no requirements. We're not asking you to join the church and give money. We're simply saying that if you receive Jesus, you can have eternal life because he came as a savior to this world to save us from our sins. And the Bible says all we have to do is simply call upon the Lord, pray and receive Jesus, and he will instantly come into your life and change your life. You'll sense that joy immediately. Is anybody here would raise their hand and say, pray for me, I'll pray for you right up here let, raise your hand and say, Pastor, I'd like to, you to pray for me. Anybody at all? How many are saved and you know it? Raise your hand. You, you're a Christian. You got Jesus on the inside. Okay, I see that. Hands everywhere. Everybody look up here. This is a season to be joyful. How many are pretty excited you got Jesus in your heart today? And knowing he loves you. Amen. He cares about your affection. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. He's with you to the end of time.
he's preparing a mansion for us yeah. or a house or a cabin or whatever. <laughs> I'll take whatever he gives me. Amen. <laughs> but, but listen, your whole life and your future is in the, Lord, in the Lord's hands. Trust him with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding. Amen. Right. And let's welcome.